day and welcome to Hit Quantum, a Star Citizen podcast, where each week we go through the highs and lows of getting by in space. Join me, Crudster, as we discuss all things Star Citizen. Now line up the next leg of your journey and hit quantum. In this episode, I'm going to be taking a look in the upcoming Nine Tails Lockdown event and what that means for the future of dynamic events in the Star Citizen universe. The next step in exploration, long distance probing, and we'll be going through some lore that came out in the Sprint Report update and some other news drops we got this week. Alright, let's jump into what everyone's been looking forward to in the 3.14 patch, the Ninetales Lockdown. Who are the Ninetales? Where are they from? What do they do? And why this event? Well, the Ninetales are a outlaw gang based out of Grim Hex, so they're already in the Crusader system or the Crusader part of Stanton. The way they tend to normally make their money is by data skimming and collecting valuables from crash sites. The collecting valuables from crash sites is a nice way of saying we're stealing stuff from a shipwreck. The mission you pick it up from is in the personals tab and it's called appropriation or it has many names like floater, takeaway, grab and go. It, it can come up under a lot but it's also offered by a few different outlaw gangs. So you, you only come across it from the nine tails sometimes. The other mission that you'll sometimes get in the personals tab out of nine tails is a mission called Sound of Silence where you're going out to Hurston and you're doing the skimmers um, that comes under a few other names as well. These dynamic names of the missions helps vary up your playthrough a little bit. We also seem to encounter them a lot as enemies when we're in Crusader taking out the data skimmers and the people looking after them. They tend to also be the Ninetales. And it's really cool that in lore now that this event's going to be happening at a Crusader station because, well, they're already based out of Crusader. So, as I just said, the Ninetales will be occupying the station near Crusader in this upcoming event, and both Ninetales and Crusader will be recruiting players to work for them. So, we'll be getting a bit more, like, green-lit PvP and stuff like that, which is going to be fantastic, because we all like to have a bit of a fly and a fight to see what we're able to do because the AI pilots obviously aren't as good as player pilots. What I do wonder though is that in this event and future events, if we do work for thing, for groups like Ninetales or other outlaw gangs, will we actually be able to build rep with them in the same way as we do with the security groups and will we see benefits or pay increases like we do with the security groups? I'd also as a small little question, wonder if maybe in the future, if you work for the Ninetales too much, it might lock you out of Crusader events or Crusader, sorry, missions. It would be a interesting little thing to put in for us players. But anyway, with what we saw on Inside Star Citizen this week, these shorter events could actually be used more frequently to give player base more like variable options for when you get on and play. So if we have these 
dynamic events happening pretty regularly. It'll allow us to be able to get on in multiple places in the verse and actually do random stuff like this with our friends before getting back onto our normal missions. Like, if we're an org that does mining, it'd be great to be able to go and bank, hit out a few of these um, these outlaws and then get your uh, PVPing out of your system and then get back into your mining. It, it, it's, a, I think, a really good way to pull players into these other gameplay loops and events. I would really like to see some of these events being tied to the in-game economy. It would be really nice to see things like when too many bounties are done in a certain area, a regional outlaw gang retaliates by taking out one of these these um these stations is when the verse is going to be so big these stations are going to be everywhere and it might be a good idea to have these around so we can use them more often in game and tying it to the economy would allow it not to have to be run by devs and always checked and timed in the real world we, it could just be happening in certain places in the verse all the time you could even do the opposite and have the CDF calling out when there's been too much illegal activity happening in a particular UAE system for civilian help and we'd be able to go in and maybe defend a Javelin or a Kraken or maybe an Idris and we'd be going through and doing the refueling and almost like the Xeno threat but shortened down and polished up. It would be a good little economic based dynamic event that would keep players staying in systems or actually making them avoid certain systems. Overall though, I'm really excited about what's happening with the dynamic events and especially this Ninetales lockdown. So I'm going to be running some polls over Instagram this week to see what people really like or don't like about dynamic events and who we're all going to be siding with in the upcoming event. Because honestly, I'm going to be siding with Crusader as I work with them all the time and I really want to see if it's going to push our reps higher with them. It'll be pretty cool to see if we even get certain things if our reps are with it, like a high with them, like maybe a helmet or some armour or maybe a little badge for our Spectrum account. The, the possibilities there are, are, are endless and it would just be really cool to see what the guys come up with. Alright, let's get into some lore with this week's Sprint Report update. They've brought us three companies, and I use that term loosely because one's the tax man. But with the introduction of this lore, we get Eclipse Mutual, they're a health insurance company, Cousin Crow's Custom Craft, which we will have seen from doing modified ships in the past, and the Tax Collection Bureau, which is a arm of the UAE. It's going to bring in a good amount of gameplay. We're going to be looking after our own health insurance, which leads us to looking at clone options, uh, body part replacement options, and the little hint they gave at the possibility of waking up in your own hab sounds great. I would really like to be able to sort out that kind of health insurance in the game because it just makes you feel sorted 
you know, I'll probably crash my ship a lot. I'll probably get killed a lot. So having the health insurance stuff sorted seems like it'll be a good idea. With the Tax Collection Bureau, it's going to be an interesting gameplay loop, and I wonder how they're going to implement tax on our income. If all of the general missions are going to be available or be made taxable, sorry, we may start looking at more and more of the personal missions because really we're looking at money. So I wonder what the Tax Collection Bureau is going to be doing. I also liked the idea that if we are, you know, in debt to the Tax Collection Bureau and the... uh, there's nothing we can do about it. We we can actually work off the debt. It seems like they're going to be doing, which that would be pretty cool. Being able to work off that debt will probably put you into mission or at least give your availabilities to missions that you wouldn't normally do. They might cut off things that you would you would normally do for as you might not be able to get in your ship, you may not be able to fly or do something else with it. It may be particular things. Or it would be also cool if they made it so they, like you just did any old job for them and they took a cut. It's an interesting idea to make make you work off your tax debt and I think the UAE would re- really likes it. But my favourite of them was the announcement of Cousin Crows as all I want to do is paint my ship. All I want to do is paint my ship. Seriously. Like, I, the paint packs are pretty cool. I get it. And I wonder how they're going to implement it. But I want to paint my ship. I want my friends to paint their ships and I want us all to have cool-looking ships even if they're the same ship. So I think it would be fun, the uh, the capability of really customising the ship, you know, tinted windows, the whole lot, you know, that would be really fun. It would be interesting, you know, and we've got to see, they do try and stick to realism, so getting that realism and that really, re- like, customising might not be what they're after but I really really can't wait like Cousin Crows was my favourite law bit of announcement but um, on to some other things we've heard so this week we heard that the resource management systems they wanted to implement had been held back because they thought it was only going to take six-ish months worth of time to go through and fix code and such. And it seems to have taken the better part of 12 months. So they're, they're saying they might be starting to look at it soon in the other departments, which would be nice. Resource management would be a really interesting part of the game. And I'm really interested to see when I can, you know swap fuel through different fuel tanks in the same ship or uh, power supply, cutting off certain power supply, which hopefully is going to be in the capacitor gameplay upcoming. But 
resource management really, really would take that to the next, really the next step. The other thing that the uh, EU PU development team this week on Star Citizen Live talked about was the fact that uh, they're happy with the state that ship mining's in. They said they they did name mole and prospector based mining, which prospector mining's fun and mole mining is fun. So that's that's great. But they would like to be able to work on their FPS mining and hopefully give it attachments or something the same in in a similar vein to the ship mining which i love that idea i'm more than happy to get in my rock and head out and fill up the rock and then jump out and fill up my backpack because mining is a great great little money maker in this game and it's anything i, I really enjoy this mining so they really they've really done well with the mining gameplay and if this is the the line that they're going down it's it's going to be really good when it's done it's going to be really good Citizens of the Verse do you want to get involved with Hit Quantum I'm looking to do player and org spotlights this game is amazing because of all of you, the community. So I'm looking for players to interview or just have a chat with. You can even send in voice messages letting me know why you love Star Citizen, your dream fleet, your actual fleet, or anything else Star Citizen related. They'll all be played before, during, or after future episodes. Links to how to get involved in the description below. So now I want to look into the long-distance probe announcement that happened and what that means for exploration gameplay. With what we heard on Star Citizen Live, it looks like long-distance probing will be dropping probes throughout a system or sending them out throughout a system and scanning it to get the information from the system. Well, that's the bare bones of it. What we do with that information is up to us as players, and that's really cool because I know exploration is like a big reason why a lot of us got into the game and got into the idea of Star Citizen. It's the idea of exploring the universe is probably on a lot of our like top tier things we'd love to do. So I'm always wanting to check up on what's coming out. So we all know and I know what's happening with exploration. And some of the great things that it looks like they're bringing in are the probes. And it looks like these probes are gonna be like versatile. They're probably gonna have a bit of a, a spectrum of what they can do. So some of them will probably be pretty precise in what they can do, but have like less capabilities when it comes to probably distance traveled or um, maybe even scope of, of what it can, the distance it can scan. And then we'd have probably more broad spectrum probes that are going to scan kind of everything and probably could go pretty far but aren't giving you a lot of real like in-depth information. And I'd like to see probes that we could personalize or not personalize but make even further uh, like changes to where we could make them look for 
only mineral deposits or only energy signatures. It would be fantastic to see that kind of thing put in as well to give you not just one kind of access of variables for the probes, but maybe two or three. It'd be it'd be really cool. What are the ideas that they well that we will be doing with the information? And some of it looks at selling it. So if you're scanning a system and there's you know some pretty good mineables there, you might want to sell that to a mining org or just straight up to the highest bidder because they may even then be able to sell it on further. And you may even be able to scan large groupings of energy signatures or they may be hidden into one large energy signature where you may see something that could look like a station or a large ship but ends up being a pirate hub. And it would be pretty cool to be able to scan and see that there's a pirate hub halfway across the system and that I want to turn around and go back through the jump point I went through and go home because that that's going to be a big thing where these ships, these scanning ships, they're going to cost a lot to run and they're probably not going to be able to be manned totally by players as there's probably going to be a lot of jobs on board. So there's going to be NPCs involved. There's going to be all these things involved that are going to cost money and it's it's a good but gameplay loop. It's a great gameplay loop, but it's a expensive gameplay loop and risking running into large bands of pirates and stuff like that. You're either going to want to be in with an org or you're going to want to have your own security force. It's exploration's a big big thing and this is like long distance probing is really taking it into a, a like the next step. We also got a peek into their thinking of what the analysis gameplay is going to look like. And we may have a look at, or we may, sorry, see streams of data or data coming in that only the player themselves can actually discern what is there. So they may have basics information, but you may only as a player be able to tell, all right, that's the valuable spot. That's where I see all the uh, agresium or all the hadonite down on on the surface of that planet. So, like, that's where we, we want to head or that's where we want to go. And that's that's a big part of the gameplay. We'll probably have to be scanning multiple times to pinpoint and triangulate things. And it's it looks like it's going to be really in-depth and a really, like, a big effort. It's it, these, these systems they're implementing are... Uh, really a, a real big step forward in games and simulations in general. One of the other interesting things about the analysis gameplay and selling on your data is that if you arrive in a system that has another data or scanning ship, you may end up scanning the same area and trying to sell on the same information. And if that's the case, you might find that one group of miners may purchase the information, but another group of my, of people, maybe pirates, purchase it knowing that, or thinking that at some point, either now or in the future, miners will go there and they could set up just flybys to know that the system is empty or full. And they'll know that's when we want to hit. It creates like, almost a black market economy of information where 
certain thing bits of information will be more valuable because of the wider application and it really looks like that's that's going to be a fun part of this uh, analysis and data sales so all in all i think the long distance probing is going to be a great part of the gameplay that we'll have hours of fun with and i really think it's something that all of us explorers have been waiting for hey all i just want to say a quick thanks you've listened to the first ever episode of hit quantum it's been a blast to make and i really hope you've enjoyed it as much as i have cheers Thanks everyone for joining me on this episode of Hit Quantum. If you like the show and want to support the channel, tell a friend or leave a like, subscribe, rate and review on any of your favourite podcast apps. It really helps the channel. Don't forget to send in voice clips of why you love Star Citizen, your favourite ships or even just to say hi. They'll all get played on future episodes. Orgs, looking for members? Let's make some inverse recruitment ads. Either message me on Instagram or email me and let's get you some new blood. Check the Hit Quantum Insta for the latest channel's news, comps and polls. Links for the socials below and I'll see you all on the next episode of Hit Quantum. Cool, you stayed past that. Thanks. And for that you get a pro tip. If you're ever in your ship and the displays stop responding, like when you're calling comms or trying to view targets, shields. If you have time, try turning your ship's power off and on again. For me, it fixes display problems, quantum activation problems, almost anything that's a not known bug or glitch. Anyway, thanks guys. Bye.